0: Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. 9, Look, up in the sky, it's a bird! It's a plane! It's... There's no need to fear. <laughs> I'm black y'all, and I'm black y'all, and I'm blacker than black and I'm black y'all, and I'm black y'all, and I'm black y'all. And I'm blacker
1: black, cause I'm black. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Super Black, an all-black panel podcasting experience where we talk about all things superhero, past, present, and future. From Marvel and DC to anime, there is no stone we will leave unturned as we take a deep dive into the genre of super-powered individuals and the worlds they inhabit. I am your friendly neighborhood host, Zuri Washington. I use she/her pronouns, and you can follow me on IG at Zuri with a fringe on top. That's Zuri with a Z, not Zuri with an S. I'll leave it to the rest of today's super panel to introduce themselves. Take it away.
2: Hey everybody, my name is Jason Williams. You can find me on Instagram at Blue83. Hey,
0: my name is Karen Scott. I don't know why I did that intro like that. Um, you can find me. Pronouns: she, her. You can find me on Instagram at I am Corinne Scott. One R, two N's, and an E.
3: Hi, everybody. Omar here. Um, you can find me on uh, on Twitter at copyright and on IG at original underscore gamester. Looking to have fun.
1: Don't forget to follow the podcast on IG at Super Black Podcast, or you can follow us on Twitter at Super Podcast. Now that we are all assembled, let's get started. So today we're going to talk worst <clears throat> villains, top five worst villains. And um I'll leave it I'll leave it to us to decide what that means, but I don't think we're talking portrayals of villains right. such as Halle Berry in Catwoman. <laughs> like <there's not> this <laughs> comes to mind. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah I think we're talking like just from conception it's just was a bad idea and I don't know why they ever uh, did it <laughs> uh for example uh i know uh, uh-huh. in my research uh codpiece was a what was a popular top worst villain yes. um which was very fascinating to read about and just i don't know who, who who thought that was a good idea a lot of these bad villains i'm finding were prior to like n- definitely prior to 19 like 75 usually they were introduced because they have like weird names or just really basic dumb names that, that someone just like came up with either in a fever dream or they have no imagination whatsoever. So I don't know what y'all think, but.
0: I mean, when I was looking through stuff, it's it's so interesting because what was it that came out last year? The, the Falcon Murray Soldier series came out last mm-hmm. year. And one that popped up a couple times when I was looking was Flag Smasher. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Was a solo villain. Instead of the group that it is in the TV series, right? Um, but like, in in theory, it's a good idea. In practice, not so much. It's like he hasn't; he doesn't have an allegiance to anyone but himself. And I'm like, well, yeah, but that's Deadpool, also. So how? <laughs> Deadpool works for whoever's going to pay him the most. Right. He's a mercenary. Exactly. He's, he's, I'm trying to think of a way to say this. He. Say it the wrong
1: way and then say it the right way.
0: (laughs) He doesn't have a side. You know what I mean? He has his own side. So for me, being a, the, the, the idea of Flag Smasher being a villain. And maybe I just need to find some of the comics with, him and read them but even in the series i mean the series they make turn it into a terrorist threat you know what i mean i think flag smashers always a terrorist i
1: think that's a constant in his like origin because captain america in representing like the u.s and the u.s government the opposite of that is a terrorist exactly <laughs> um but uh i do what what I liked about the rehashing of what Flag Smasher was—it's a group, yes. as opposed like a terrorist terrorist group, like um, as opposed to a um, singular human person going against Captain America, like toe for toe situation. So I I liked I thought that that made more sense. Um, in the reinvention of it all, but yeah, I, I did see Smasher on there a couple times, which I thought was interesting, especially given the other villains that I have found that are far worse oh, um, in the grand scheme of things. I like mean, they, Egghead. You, oh, sorry, like like Egghead or <laughs> e- Egg Fu. The just the just the racist ones alone. <laughs> just like you could fill a, a list just full of
0: those.
1: <laughs> There is also I I'm also really fascinated. I think it's going to be really funny. But um, Harley, the Harley Quinn show uh, is doing their spinoff um, in that supervillain bar mm-hmm. um, that they had in season one. So you're going to see a bunch of like probably really dumb supervillains. Um, and of course we have Kite Man. Kite Man has made a couple lists as like one of the worst. I think he's really entertaining for a yes. lot of people, but I don't know if that takes him out of not being a, a good super villain overall <laughs> like
0: is he a villain in, in in this iteration i mean like in this in harley quinn's iteration technically he- yes technically yes he is still a villain
1: he's not uh like in the grand scheme of like he considers himself a villain his parents tell him you're a terrible like they tell him he's a bad, like bad at his job but like that's what he's meant to be even if he does not necessarily succeed at it his kite-based related crimes are not like the most the most <laughs> well thought out right and he considers he and ivy like a power couple like a super they're a super villain power right. couple um nice. in that context which is crazy because she's poison ivy (laughs) and he's typing (laughs) but that's where the comedy was so right listen i was for it (laughs) oh yeah omar
3: i'm no i'm just i'm just trying to think like so the worst villains i you know i typically i guess i avoided the worst villains in a lot of my traditional comic book reading right so (laughs) I did, because I'm like, if they were the worst villains, then the comic really wasn't that entertaining. So. Right. So you moved on. Yeah. But, yeah. So, I mean, um, yeah, I've seen some bad ones. I'm just trying to, I'm also trying to go off a of memory uh, but you got to give me a little bit, because it, oh, it's going to flow back to me. It'll fall You know
0: back who's to me. not a good villain? And it's only because of, uh, in a lot of this, a lot of my opinions about Worst villain are based on reiterations of characters but the mandarin in iron man 3 what a fucking mm-hmm. letdown
3: right well, like you, I, did you no I was, was going did you see the uh did you see the one shot
1: yeah so good
3: that the, the that, it, the it, little, it uh, didn't short. redeem the mandarin character because they that was all supposed to be tied into shang chi but right. um but but the the it did kind of um, it helped, right? It helped at the end because it made it funny, it made it relevant. You saw the tie in with the Mandarin, I mean, with it was Shang-Chi. Um, but it, it was, I think the one shot, um, was better than his whole portrayal throughout Iron Man 3. I oh, think 100%. So.
1: Yeah. And I think, I, I'm not sure, I'm not sure if the intention was to retcon, I'm not sure what the intention was with that, you know what I mean? Like, because mm-hmm. that one shot came out years ago like
3: with iron man 3 probably on the dvd or blu-ray
1: on the dvd i think and so it came out literal years ago it's not like they they were like oh we're doing shang chi so let's like make this thing and it came out like two years ago this came out years and years and years ago <laughs> right, so right. i like i might have still been in high school <clears throat> or at least early college um yeah. that's how long ago it feels and so yeah. i i just I, I find it fascinating that this seems to have been their intent like that, that was just their intent they were like this is a false idol this is not supposed to be who we say it is and um i didn't hate iron man 3 it, it takes a lot for me to hate any of these movies, like truly hate. Right. Um, I, I find redeeming qualities in almost all of them, and I've always mm-hmm. been a strong, a strong Age of Ultron supporter. Um, a, and I think that, um, yeah, the, the the original Mandarin, as done in the MCU, is disappointing because we know what he's actually supposed to like. What he could be, what he could be—the ten rings and all the yeah. yada 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 yeah. yada yada—all this stuff that they end up addressing later on. But yeah, a hundred percent. I I think that
3: um, I I think it well, I think they kind of they decided to change that up for uh, for the MCU because it's insensitive, right? That's why they made fun of what the Mandarin was in, right. in Shang Chi. So right, right, uh, they they didn't want. You know somebody named the mandarin to be the star uh you know to what puts the asian culture on the map in the mcu right, right? so yeah
1: i think at the time that it came out though that because that is always a factor right like when mm-hmm. people um people were probably like wait he's not which mind you ben kingsley is very much sir ben kingsley is very much of (laughs) south asian descent but most people do not know that or if and if you don't know that it's just because you're not researching enough Mm -hmm. but but like um like he played gandhi for a reason and um but there are a lot of people who were like there's no Asian representation and this is supposed to be an Asian character. And at a time when people were looking for representation, very much so, even in their villains, it was just frustrating, I think, for a lot of people Mm -hmm. at the time. Um, But to your point, I don't think, I think that Kevin Feige and whomever else was involved in making that decision, they were like, let's not lean into this yeah and right. then they, they, they kind of went too far with that in dr strange as it pertained to uh the ancient one they were like oh let's just completely remake the ancient one and yeah. even though it's very clearly tibetan uh based coded. uh coded characters and blah, blah 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 they were like oh let's make her like celtic okay no one asked you
0: to, right. to do
1: that, right. okay, but um, I, I think that they've always tried to err on the side of caution or the right side of representation and making sure the representation is both accurate and um, feels uh, holistic.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: But
1: uh, sometimes they don't succeed.
0: <laughs>
3: yeah, I'm not. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at the change anymore, given uh, where they went with Shang Chi. Sure. Um, right, even sure. though they they made it like a combined character, I, I'm not mad at where it went uh, ultimately. And so talking about the Mandarin, Mandarin you mean? the Mandarin. Yeah, I'm not yeah. mad because because where they steered it, um, it ended up someplace that was um, acceptable uh, for me. You know, I, even though I would have loved, like you said, would love, love to see the Mandarin with his rings on his fingers, right? Ten rings, even on his thumbs. It was weird. Uh, but then you have there's a whole backstory there. So yeah, it, he was he was terrible in Iron Man three. But you know there was a little saving grace for it there. So
0: I mean, of course. What I remember when they were uh, advertising it, and I remember the trailer with the voice, and I remember thinking, oh,
3: <gasps> right?
0: I'm so excited. Yes, Nebula. Hello. Um, and I was so. I think I got super hype for Ben Kingsley as the Mandarin, and then. I felt let down and like this sense of disappointment because it felt like such a, what's the word? It felt at the time for me, I was like, this entire movie is lazy. And so making Ben Kingsley Trevor and making the Mandarin actually just be an actor named Trevor is lazy writing. I do not like Iron Man 3. I have many opinions
3: about iron man 3. <laughs> i'm 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 with you i dislike it but uh again like Zuri, i don't hate it right it was uh it was kind of hard to follow, follow iron man one so you know um iron yeah, man 2 I, was 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 a down from there and then iron man 3 was down from that so i mean
1: speaking of the villains it's just like the the iron man villains have never in the at least in the movies have not have been kind of weak. Like Robert Downey Jr carries these movies. Like there's for, for like the first movie's great. it, it is a good yes. movie. But I challenge most people to remember the villains. Uh I remember the actors more than I remember like the actual like villains. Like I I love um like I know Obadiah's in the first one, but like
0: mm-hmm.
1: but you know other than that I'm just like who? The one What's with the, the, the whips? electricity? go yeah. through <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> he he's for the crimson dynamo he's supposed to be such a a, a, a much bigger character and right but you know marvel does uh sometimes i guess they kill off their villains because there's so many stories to tell and you can't retell like you can in comic books so right yeah. um
1: i think they're doing a better job of that recently yeah. um uh, obj- of not just like straight up i think the tv series allow us to get that time yeah. yeah, with those villains that a mm-hmm. movie cannot, because I always imagine a movie. The movie is a forty issue comic, <laughs> like or a twenty yeah. like a twenty to forty issue comic. Yeah. As a, but but people feel when you're watching it, but you're like, but this is just one. Why'd you kill right. off the villain after just one? But I'm like, that's twenty to forty issues.
3: Right.
0: That's right. like
1: a year of comics. Like <laughs> that, yeah. that. Like that we are seeing put on screen. So I I, I kind <clears> of <throat> am. Forgiving in that way that I know a lot of
0: people might not be um, in the it's storytelling like, of it. It's one like it. they adapt books into movies. There's a lot that you're going to lose. One yeah.
3: one of the first, I was happy to uh, see them not kill off the villain. Especially, I was. It made me really happy they, they steered away from doing it so much. Was um, Vulture in the first Spider-Man? Especially okay. since it was Michael Keaton. You know, I, yeah. I definitely want to see a repeat of his character. So well, that's yeah.
1: that's the other thing when they get these. Phenomenal Marvel gets phenomenal actors (laughs) to do these (laughs) things. So, when you get these phenomenal actors, the likelihood of them dying is not happening, it it, or it happens uh, with less frequency because you're not going to kill off Michael Keaton in one movie. Uh, Like, why would you do that? Are you an idiot? Um, but like, so, so it it is smart of them, you know. Josh Brolin is a wonderful actor, so we got Thanos as long as we could have him, and now
3: Um, he's going to be cable again, maybe. Deadpool. Sure,
1: right, exactly. So. Bring bring back. <laughs> um, and I mean, it's always they already addressed it in Deadpool too before Deadpool actually yeah. joined the universe. So it's just funny. Right. Um, but I think that when it comes to like villains, we we keep, we kind of have gotten into a place right now in this conversation talking about like villain portrayals that we enjoy or that uh, <clears throat> villains that we align with more and i think that what makes a good villain a name name is first and foremost yeah. there's some really great names and villains and there are some really terrible names i saw one terrible name it was oh turner d century boo <laughs> <Yeah>. boo <laughs> Wow. Just
3: like <laughs> I don't even know what that is.
1: No, it's a character. I think I saw it, it was in Wonder Woman. And when do you think this was written? Tell me. Tell me when you think that that, that
3: turn the century. Turn turn, of de, turn of century. Yeah. Um, tell me when you
1: think his character was written.
3: Around 1998,
1: 99. <laughs> I'm dead that you said that
3: because that's a <laughs> lie. Turn the <alive. laughs> century. Honey. No, I know, but like it, when
1: I hear that, it sounds really old to me. Like when there's yeah, movies, right, right? That like like uh what do i think condiment king and like like all these really dumb names that i'm like oh these definitely came from like this campy 50s 60s maybe 70s of like creation of comic book villains and uh, what i hate is that this character is from 1980 which feels like 1980 feels like the like really gritty time when they were like really trying to like do a lot with comic books and change perceptions of this kind of like campy versus uh, realistic grip Uh, comic book um, time. And so to have a character named Turner D. Century, who his uh, I don't, he doesn't have a power. He was raised by a, he was uh, a, an adoptee of a millionaire. And he grew up learning about good culture and good manners. And he doesn't like people with bad manners. So he goes around <laughs> and like has like a flamethrower umbrella, very Penguin style and just like goes around uh, killing or maiming people who have bad uh manners
3: so so his so there's no play on words with his name then not
1: really it's just like maybe his turn like i would imagine if it Turner D Century. I would imagine it's because this kind of country like, <laughs> that's, 90, why, like that's, 90, why that's
3: what I said. 1999.
1: I'm think 1900s. Like that's the kind of
0: like.
3: Well, the, I, since there were no comics back then, that's why I was thinking. Right. When was oh, yeah. he created? 1999. The, 20, the first
0: picture is of him on a, um, bike. a tandem bike. <laughs> yeah, on a bike. It's wild. He it float it flies.
1: It's like a flying tandem bike, yeah. and he has a um. That umbrella with the flamethrower thing. And I'm just like, <laughs> why? <laughs> um,
2: so I,
3: I have a I have a villain. Um he's more well known. More well known villain, very established. Uh, but I always thought he was pretty lame villain, and that's leader from the Hulk. I never cared for Leader.
1: Oh, much. which one is that? I don't know if I know that by He has
3: a big brain, he's gamma irradiated and he's green has a green head, he has his brain, oh. you can see it. It's like Really Is that big.
1: different from the one? That... He was
3: the character. He was going to be. He was actually going to be created in the Hulk movie with Ed Norton. He was the guy where oh. when he created oh, um, yes. Emil Blonsky, and then the, it dripped into his head, and his head started yeah. expanding. Yes. That was I, who I, he was going to be.
1: Yeah, and yeah. that's the actor yeah. that played. uh He was the very southern one in the Watchmen TV series. Um, I oh, know yeah, yeah. It. Mirror, mirror, yeah, guy. The mirror
3: guy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah uh-huh. but um but right I I never then, my God. <laughs> but the character the leader even though there's always something to be said for the brainy character versus the brawny character right like like right. like in glass where he was you know super genius and then you got right. Bruce Willis who's the strong you know invulnerable hero I get it but the leader as much as I like the hulk and I've read a lot of hulk comics I just never cared for the leader and I well, I, I just wanted to mention that because he's more well known he's not one of the like lesser known Right. And he just never hit with me. I was like, this guy is so. What lame.
0: was what was it though? What was it about him that didn't vibe with
3: you? Um, I just I never thought he fit well as a Hulk villain, right? Because sure. he he never he never really crossed over into being a villain for other Marvel characters too much, uh, not that I can recall. So he mm-hmm. was mainly just a Hulk. He was a Hulk mainstay and he more or less uh i guess controlled other gamma irradiated creatures to fight the hulk at some point or another or he organized like you know um a lot of uh situations where that would cause trouble basically that the hulk had to deal with but um he, he it just he just never hit with me and never set. you know the hulk is a creature for me um he's running around he's, he's kind of like an anti-hero he's an accidental hero right okay. so um he he, you know him fighting the leader just never made sense to me you know i get there they're kind of opposites one is really brawny and 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 just a savage with dim wit and one is really scrawny with a big brain but that that's that's kind of campy for me right that's kind of like 70s it just didn't fit for when i really was in my prime reading comic books you know um and, and that was, that was in my prime reading comic books was definitely in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Definitely in the 90s, it just didn't sit well. Um, it's not anything he did per se. Uh, it's just, it just didn't really uh, grab me. He never really interested me. I always enjoyed seeing the Hulk fight and he couldn't fight the leader. And, uh, you know, um, it was just boring to me.
2: <laughs> what, well, say, um, what are you gonna say, Jason? Omar, you brought up somebody and I'm glad that you said his name because I've always hated this villain. Mr. Glass. I cannot stand <laughs> Mr. Glass. You like, brittle? You brittle? your <laughs> Power. Like, I can't. Like, oh, you just you just cause disasters. Like, I don't, I
0: I have never understood
2: Mr. Glass. I don't get it. I've never gotten it. <laughs> and I was just like, <laughs> and I know we're not talking about portrayals, but like, damn, that wig, like <laughs> the power. I just it, 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 it frustrated me I, that this brittle man was <laughs> he's like a super villain.
3: I think the wig. <laughs> I think him and I think uh, uh, Samuel Jackson and, and Jamie Foxx shared some tips on wigs when they chose when they President chose their villains. I can't <laughs>
1: truly Frederick Douglass. That, <laughs> yes. that is what yes. I think
2: of. <laughs> giving cool abolitionist. I can't. I. <laughs>
0: oh, <laughs> it's too much. <laughs> I cannot. Wow. I'm so glad. <laughs> like
2: funny. as soon as you said Mr. Glass, I was like, ooh, ooh.
1: Yeah.
3: That one yeah <laughs> the out. only the only thing i can't say i i don't i, have, I don't dislike mr glass as much as i dislike the leader and probably not as much as you dislike mr glass <laughs> and i guess only that's only because when they talked about um when he gave his backstory right mm-hmm. and he talked about um he was he was he was bitter from being so brittle right he became angry right and his explanation for believing that there were other that there must be heroes in the world people with powers because he talked he, he because he was in the comic books and thinking about like the opposite end of the spectrum of him if there could be somebody like him then there could be somebody on the other side and him being like um, teased and kind of like he you know he he just was so angry that he wanted to, he just like you know what my life is bad and so i'm just i don't care i'm just gonna kill people and find this other people and and do whatever mm-hmm. i can so i i understood what could make him be that way yeah. but but I, mean, I but i understand what you're saying because
0: right I'm a, Yeah, like, whole, like when,
3: when he fell down the stairs guy. i laughed i'm not gonna lie i laughed he was, <laughs> I, he was like ah oh. <laughs> his bones just started
2: breaking i was like wow there's no fight here there's no fight there (laughs) there there really isn't like you're not starting a battle you're not fighting anybody you know you're behind the scenes i i don't know i've always had an issue with mr glass and then um i was gonna say because i've been listening to the conversation as i was walking home um I've never been a fan of the portrayal of of how they presented us with the Scarecrow in the,
0: uh, be the for
2: Nolan Batman movies. Mm. Was it Christopher no. Nolan? No. Yes.
0: It, yes. Was, it was, Nolan. was the
2: first one. Yeah. Yeah. The first one.
0: Yeah. And he was
2: briefly in the second one.
1: Very briefly. Like he escaped from Arkham somewhere. He escaped yes. from somewhere. No. Escaped no. from somewhere.
2: No. I um, never no, liked I that. Portrayal, I don't, and I, I didn't know how they were gonna do it anyway, mm-hmm. um, and how they were gonna show the scarecrow. But I don't know. I guess he just felt really like he got, he was, he got fucked up by Rachel Dawes. Like she, put <laughs> taser in the face.
0: Like, yeah. what are we doing?
1: What are we doing? Wait, pause really quickly. Jason, can you? What, uh, what are you on right now? Are you on, um, what is it? Google Chrome or are you on, um.
2: Oh, I'm on Safari. Should I be on Google?
1: Try Google Chrome, because I get weird audio sometimes.
2: Okay, when I'm going to come other. leave and come back.
1: Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh I guess we can we can talk portrayals because sometimes a portrayal is what sticks with us, um, right. you know, so in Cat popular Woman culture. Is up for it. We, well, we can we'll, we'll discuss it? I I don't know if it'll end up being in our in our final thing because otherwise we could talk about portrayals all day. Um, God. But I I, I know that um, you know we wouldn't <laughs> think of the Joker today without Mark Hamill's portrayal. Right. Like, it's very hard to separate anything that has come after from his performance. Or even Kevin Conroy, almost a lot of what happened in the animated series, it's very hard to separate from what came after. So um, I, I think that portrayals can be important, but like Poison Ivy, I mean, I guess Poison Ivy has just been pretty consistent overall, but I think that what makes a good villain to me is that they have a very strong point of view right they have a very strong point of view they know what they're going after and even if it's just mayhem and chaos like the joker it's just like cool and also to like get on batman's nerves that's just like seems to be the the other thing jason's back
2: um i'm, back. I'm on
1: chrome <laughs> yeah um google chrome please sponsor us
0: sounds good <laughs> <laughs>
1: But I think that um, yeah, it, it seems that a lot of these really bad villains or bad portrayals, like Halle Berry's Catwoman, I think is bad because what is she? What what's her purpose? Exactly. What's her purpose? To walk and look sexy? Nailed it. Ugh. <laughs> Nailed it, but like, what else? Like, uh, if if you if she had no one to go against, that's why I hate it, like, I keep, I'm sorry, I keep talking about Gotham and I love Ian Quillen. I love you so much, but this is why I hated Gotham. And because I don't think that the villains can possibly have a strong point of view without a Batman there or, or the equivalent thereof, because Jim Gordon is not strong enough for me to be like, oh, yeah, he's Batman in this scenario.
3: Well, see, that's that's the, um, that's the issue, right? Because it would seem like, um, and what movie was that, uh, where, where, where villains rise because of, oh, in Mar- the Marvel movies, villains come about largely in part because a hero uh, is there to take down regular everyday thugs. Right. So villains, uh, uh, therefore, and that's what, um, who was that? Um, uh, Vision. He's the one who said that, right? Yes. And, and I think it was the movie that you, that you love. Um, uh, the in Avengers. Age of, <laughs> Age of Ultron. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was the movie. Yeah. So, you know, um, yeah, I think, I think that, um, th- that, that always bothered me in Gotham. It always bothered me how these villains were prevalent in and, and, and way before he was even eighteen years old
1: before you know? he was fifteen, I swear yeah. he was he started yeah. that didn't he start at like twelve, which by the way, yeah. David Mazouz, great actor loved that yeah. kid he was great, but i but I was so sad yeah. for his placement in a universe that didn't need him yet.
3: And Um, and one way or another, they were supervillains, right? Because supervillains aren't necessarily people with powers, just like Batman is mm -hmm, a superhero. So they were supervillains before there was anything like a superhero. Yep. So they, they just the GCPD. Right. (laughs)
1: Right. <laughs> As if the GCPD yes. could, could do anything against supervillains like yeah. uh, Hugo Strange and like, what? I love B.D. Yeah. Wong, but like, get out of here.
3: And and I think that's why with for, for Joker, for the movie Joker uh, with Captain yeah. Phoenix, um, I think that that was acceptable to me, even though there was no Batman. Right. Because it was... It was unexpected, you know. Crime was, you know, crime. It reminded me of just old New York, but just crazier,
1: crazier, <laughs> just crazier.
3: And like you could kind of pre-Disney New York. Yeah, you could kind of see how it could actually happen in Gotham. You can't really feel a connection to how something like that might spark off, right? And then that was some good, some good uh, storytelling in Joker movie. So, yeah, really good story storytelling
0: about the Joker movie. Because you said Say it that one in- more time. Uh, what was unexpected about the Joker movie? because
3: you said no not not unexpected I mean I said you could see how it could come about like um, like there was no hero before the Joker was right so it's for instance he Joker is a supervillain, but he wasn't a supervillain. he was a regular person and he was going okay. through all these issues and you could see how he had an effect especially once what happened at the end when he was on TV and you know with Robert De Niro so yeah. all that but um but but Gotham is is, is what made no sense. Um, gotcha. even though I watched I watched all of it, uh, it, it made no sense from that perspective. I'm like, why are these heroes like and these villains all over the place? Like they were literally all over they had Firefly, like come on, man. It's okay, crazy.
0: but um, <laughs> I'm a very good friends. <laughs> I love Michelle Vintomia. Um, well, no, so, no, no,
3: not that. No, no I'm just no, talking about no. the fact that they were It's there never was, the
0: portrayals. Right. Not the, I was the portrayals in
3: like, Gotham were fine. They were super, super villains, like literal super villains, and no heroes at all. So it's like you know, yeah, weird.
0: I felt so bad when, when Ian was on and everyone was like bragging on him. They'd be like, something, 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 but Gotham. Like, <laughs> right. We're not, I,
1: I just have to call a spade a spade. And Gotham <laughs> was not a good show from the perspective of a comic book fan. It just didn't yeah. make sense. Um, it made all the villains... Like just make a series about villains if you want to, but it, this, don't call it Gotham and be like, it's a police procedural. What are the police doing? It's just Jim Gordon and for some reason, Leslie making out for no reason. I don't know. It was just all a, over the place.
3: a series about villains is great. I mean, like <clears throat> there's, there's oh, a precedent, right? With like Wanted, the movie, mm-hmm. um, uh, and uh, in um, John Wick. You know what I'm saying? Where oh, there's sure. no heroes in those, but he's all these uh, assassins and and in wanted, they had actual abilities. So, you know, I mean, they they could do that. They but like can, you said, yeah. tacking Gotham onto it, and and you know, with this young Bruce Wayne, you know, it's very strange.
1: Yeah. I think some of the other, <laughs> I. I think um, I'm trying to like branch out into other anime. Always have really weird villains, and we mm-hmm. that that could be a, a thing unto itself. But um, Sailor Moon has some pretty weird villains because, again, in in the context of Sailor Moon, I wish I had Sheridan here with me. But in the context of Sailor Moon, usually it's a normal ass person who is, is like so mad they are like but i want to be the best violin player and like (laughs) and and then because because the the like queen barrel or whomever gives them like something with like an evil a dark aura or dark uh crystal of some kind it transforms them into a villain wild what a crazy time anime are crazy um but i think that's also anime is like in a whole different category of camp Mm. Yes. um that um american comic books haven't tried to do for a many 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 years um in in the same way i would say that a lot of what we watch in japanese animation is based off of like those old comic books and they're like oh but 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 on, on a more supernatural weird level um mm-hmm. Because what what else does anyone in Japan have to do except like think of the weirdest thing that they could possibly put onto paper, pen to paper. Um, And I say this as a huge, like a a big anime and manga fan. Like I used to have a really big collection of manga. Um, But yeah, uh, I think that when it comes to Western comic books, I think that Villains. villains are, they're one or the other. It's very rare that there's just like middle of the road villains because they're either like really bad and then they disappear or they're, pretty good to good, and you bring the pretty good ones back like once every, like every once in a while, or they're in the background, but the good ones, they keep going back to them because there's something about them. Um,
2: what is it that
1: attracts you guys to a, a, a villain, so to speak?
2: I think Omar said it earlier, like having, or maybe Zuri, you said this, but having a good backstory, like having a good why, right? when you can kind of identify with a villain, even though you don't necessarily agree with them, like in like like in Black Panther, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you can identify with, uh, his name is escaping me, Michael B. Jordan's character. Uh, Killmonger. 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 You can identify with why he's so angry and why he wants to fight Black Panther and why he wants to do these things, even though you're not on his side technically, you get him. And I think that being able to see yourself, see parts of yourself in some of these villains and being like, oh, I could see that. I could see that. I wouldn't go to that extreme, but I can <laughs> see that. You know what I'm saying? I think for me, that's what makes a really good villain. It, or, or else it's just like, why are you angry? Like, why are you so mad?
1: So you can't this- see yourself aligning with Milkman Man?
2: Okay. You know? so <laughs> and while we were talking honestly while you guys were talking I was looking up because I didn't realize the topic was like worst villains like just bad Batman has a whole list oh, of yeah. awful names oh, of villains and, and things just so by you- themselves
1: <laughs> just by just, by just themselves. Batman's Rogues gallery by itself
2: <laughs> yes, we didn't even really <laughs> talk about that but yeah for me it's, it's yeah it's it's seeing some of your, yourself and how these villains are and how they came to be I think
3: that's really important I, I have to, I agree with Jason, right? For for the most part, I think the why is number one. Uh, like uh, Magneto, and we talked about mm. him last time, uh-huh. right? The why is very important. He's and, and and I can I can see myself in in that. The same with Killmonger and um and some other villains. Uh, I can see myself the same. Michael Keaton's portrayal of Vulture, you know, uh, being being uh, guys who were uh, basically shut off. From, from their work and going broke and what he had to do to make money to take care of his family, you know? So you can, you can see yourself or the potential. Uh, like you said, you wouldn't go to that extreme. But I think also <clears throat> I, I never saw, I love Dr. Doom and I didn't love Dr. Doom for a long time. And the reason is because Fantastic Four. I've never liked Fantastic Four. Um, never cared for them at all. Uh, Just before their bad movies, Um, Mm -hmm. they're the weakest Marvel team to me. Not weak in terms of power, but they're the no. Just yeah, they
1: are the corners.
3: And and so and so, their villains, the the people associated with them by extension, didn't like Annihilists and different characters. Never really paid too much attention, except Silver Surfer. But um, Doctor Doom, I came to appreciate not because of the not really because of the why, right? I don't I don't know Doctor Doom's full backstory, but the sheer will and determination and, 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 and ingenuity, um, I came to really appreciate Dr. Doom has ascended to the highest levels of power in the multiverse, right? So he's had that. And for that to be a human who was not a mutant or anything like that prior, um, that I guess the identification comes with what we as, we as humans love to feel about ourselves or believe about ourselves is that we are capable of anything if we put our minds to it. Right, and so that is why I like Doctor Doom. That's my connection with a character like that.
1: But I'm especially not... from, a... sorry, God, just especially from an American frame of mind. in like, oh, boots to the ground. You can do whatever you want as long as you work hard and you do ba 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 And I find that most characters in comic books speak to those ideals, whether they are super villains or superheroes. Yeah. Yeah. What were you going to say, Corinne?
0: Um, I was going to say on an on the other hand the joker is arguably one of the most famous villains of all time how do how do i, I don't relate to the joker you know what i mean mm-hmm. but you don't you say you don't there's so but so, <laughs> i th- thinking about like just chaos for chaos sake but he is chaos for chaos sake, but it's still,
1: I mean, it, it depends on what comic you read, but right. sometimes it's a matter of, I mean, we've talked about Joaquin Phoenix's portrayal of the Joker, like society failed him. Right. If you can't understand that, then uh, then you're a rich megalomaniac billionaire. <laughs> like, you know, um, that's the only people that could not understand that point of view. But just generally speaking of different portrayals or different uh, writings of the Joker, um, it's that, cause we don't know his backstory. We, no, but there are multiple backstories.
2: That's the thing, yeah. There,
1: yeah. Th- you say we don't know his backstory. Originally, no, but in the years since, like, especially since the eighties, they've tried to yeah. rewrite and figure out what his backstory is multiple times. and there are really popular iterations of what that backstory is, obviously the killing joke <clears throat> comes to mind. I think, um, but yeah.
3: No, I was gonna say like the Joker, I do, I identify with the Joker only in that, like, the Joker to me as a character, is it would seem like he's all chaos, no order, but I don't see it that way. I agree. I see him, he's very chaotic, but there's always reasons behind it. Joker yeah. is tr- always trying to pull the worst out of society. He's trying to prove yes. a point, And he goes about doing what he's doing in order to prove that. Right. Whether it be, um, you, know, uh, in, in justice, you know, in injustice, you know, in mm-hmm. n- not the bad comic book, the bad bad anime, but um, <laughs> but you know, just overall, you know, just yes. what he did there, just in in his whole history, he he's trying to prove a point. He's bringing the worst out of Batman. He's trying to prove to Batman that they are yin and yang, mm-hmm.
1: you know. He br- uh, he brought the worst out of Harley. Yeah, okay. yeah. Like and, he and, he's really good at that. Yeah. Like he's he's a master. Of finding your insecurity, or finding the thing that you hate most about yourself, and pulling that to the mm-hmm. fore and mm-hmm. using it against you.
3: Yeah, and he so. and he's, he's and he's not fearful. He does all of it without fear. Even when he portrays that he might be scared, right. he's not. It's all part of his maniacal and devious nature. So um, you know, I, I think there's there's always an end to his uh, to his. Um, whatever he sets in motion, he always has goals. Mm -hmm. There's an end, but there's not an end at the same time. It's like, there's an end to each maybe plot point, but there's so many plot points, so many different things he's willing to do to to, to, to get those results. Yeah, so, but yeah.
2: Yeah. I also think Joker comes from a place where he, and I know there have been times I felt this way, especially beginning of the pandemic, where it's like, what's the point? This isn't real. This is all, like, all this stuff is fake. Everybody trying to be, like, this one thing that the world is not that. You know what I'm saying? The world is not all, you know, if you do right, everything will be okay. It's not that. And him constantly trying to prove that and constantly trying to get people basically in his state of mind. Like, that part I think I get about him. Um and I see, like, he's obviously, uh, yeah, he's maniacal, but, like, I see that part, those parts of him. Um, and that part I get. And it's just, like, trying to basically, uh, and almost, like, tear down the system um, and reveal people for who they are, who he believes everyone to be. Yeah.
3: And and I think, yeah, I think ultimately he's trying to show that everybody else on the planet is not so different from himself. It's not so mm-hmm. different.
1: Exactly. That's the that's the entire point of the killing joke. That's what he was trying to do with Jim Gordon when he shot Barbara and put him in that amusement park full of pictures of her naked body and yada, 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 yada. That's what his intention was to show, that given the certain circumstances, one bad day can change someone's entire mm-hmm. outlook on life and their entire mental uh, aptitude and uh psyche and um he didn't win in that case um because the point in that story is that jim gordon's just a damn good cop and he's a good man (laughs) and that 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 that's not going to bring him to his knees um and uh and then perhaps because the thing is if he can't get those people to see the Joker in themselves, then, then he's singular and then he's alone and he doesn't want to be alone.
0: Mm.
1: Not in that way. Um, anyway, devolves into Joker talk as as one usually does when you're talking about villains, but- I mean, uh, the, you know. I, he, I know, but like- He's kind of for, a GOAT. Yeah, I mean, he's in the top five for sure. Th- yeah. um, without me having to think too hard about it, he's in the top five, probably the top three, yeah. but- um, but I think that, for me, the worst villains, they kind of, I, I'm trying to think of one uh, uh, franchise or one uh, comic book house has, like, the most worst villains versus the other, or, like, I i, I don't know, it, it might be, it's probably pretty even, because they all have pretty terrible, the beliefs. Some-
2: Yeah, they got some pretty bad ones, but like, I I feel like because Batman is like a man, I feel like he has the worst. Yes. Like, I feel like Batman has like the worst. Oh, I
0: see what you're saying. The most
2: lame villains. Like, I think he probably.
0: Condiment man? (laughs) Yeah. Condiment oh, he is a king. Put some respect on his name. Put some respect on it. <laughs>
1: Put some respect on Condiment King's name. Um, It's an entire episode of Batman the Animated Series where all these normal ass people get hypnotized by I can't remember the the actual plot of the episode but they get hypnotized they're all comedians I think it's by the Joker um but he hates other comedians so much that he uh hypnotized them into believing that they were super villains and so they all took on the super villain uh like the worst super villains in the in the franchise uh as monikers uh uh-huh. Conor McCain was one of them it was a really really funny episode but um but they were um, they were all like, as soon as uh, Batman would be able to get the hypnot- hypnosis off of them, they'd be like, how did I get here? I was just on stage. What, <laughs> like,
0: I oh. thought I was
1: giving a set and I don't know what happened, um, but yeah, anyway. But I think, I mean, Condiment King is in my top five of worst villains just because like, what? Mayonnaise? Yeah. Ketchup, mustard? Why? <laughs> um, crazy. At least Kite Man can fly around. I don't know what Condiment King, I think he can use his uh, condiments as like a jet pack kind of thing. Like, hot sauce. A That's so the hot
3: sauce. Like hot sauce in your eye.
1: Sure. Hot sauce sucks. That's true. But, <laughs> but for the most part, I don't think I've ever seen him use that. I'm sure he does in the comic books at some point, but like I've never seen it at, in the, any TV series I've seen. Um, but there's also. Um, cod piece is up there for me um because like why why does he have his junk is uh, is literally a cannon and why for what reason <laughs> like and it's not and, and I don't I don't think it's that like it's not like a um I think it's something he attaches to himself it's not like it's a replacement for a body part he's missing theoretically but i I don't know but it's
3: made it, me think of gold member
1: right it feels it's right. very gold number it's very in that vein um but i am like which came first probably codpiece <laughs> um but yeah cod?
3: wait wait so codpiece cod what, what is the cod for
1: codpiece like have you ever heard like it's a very a, in my brain anyway codpiece is like a very british term um yes.
0: right um i was, honestly during like the 80s Guys would wear them over their jeans to feel like rock
3: and roll.
2: Yeah, it. My, I feel like Michael Jackson would wear cod pieces in the eighties. Like I didn't he, know that
3: that was a thing. I mean, the, I, I, I'm, I'm sure I know.
2: The most famous cod piece in history is David Bowie in the Labyrinth.
1: Sure.
3: Okay, Labyrinth. I've seen that movie. I I never knew what cod pieces were. Not to say that I've never seen mm-hmm. them. I just never knew that they, you know, attached, associated a name with what I saw. Yeah,
1: Yeah. it's existed for like mm, like 500 years plus, probably. Okay. As a a time of chastity, though. Basically. Yeah. Yeah, I would say around the same time to protect male genitals, I would say it's probably
3: early. the early, uh, what they call them again, protector cups.
1: Yeah, the cups.
3: Oh yeah. yes. <laughs> okay.
1: okay. Like no one's gonna get me here because. <laughs> so, but um, take
3: my arm. Don't take my manhood.
1: But uh, <laughs> there's some really. Um, oh, some of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles villains are also.
3: Oh yeah. Well. <laughs> um. Well, some of the worst villains. They 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 have to be. Power Rangers, even more than Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I wasn't going to bring that up. I
1: was, was, but then I was like, is Jason going to be mad if I bring up Power Rangers?
2: (laughs) I was not going to do it. Because there are some really bad ones.
1: But Ivan Ooze is amazing, so I'm not going to leave him out. Classic. <laughs> classic but there are some yeah I, there are um and I don't know if it's because of the style like of right. you know the bah, 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 like the the way that power Rangers is um but yeah there's just some not great maybe it's because they're because ki- they're kids and they were like okay we have to dumb these villains yeah. like, down,
0: yeah. down 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 yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah um but it's in the same vein of anime right like
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: what <laughs> like why are you doing this and what Literally. is what are we fighting? What are we literally doing right now? Can they just go back to class?
2: (laughs) The worst in Power Rangers was a, Rita called it the the chunky chicken. It (laughs) was a chicken who had a giant pair of scissors
3: (laughs) as a weapon.
0: Chunky chicken. chicken,
3: So the The, chicken was tired of getting clipped. The the the, chicken was going to clip you. I guess the (laughs) chunky chicken.
2: <laughs> and I even remember as a kid being like, "This is a mess." <laughs> <laughs> Everything—the thing barely
3: has arms.
1: No, Power
3: Rangers was funny oh, yeah. from Bulk and Skull. I, I you know, the fact uh, that yeah. their names were Bulk and Skull. Oh, man,
1: there's a villain called what's her name? Uh, it Cooter. <gasps> she <laughs> and she <laughs> has the of people she's around. Yeah, Cooter and B- Bash. What was the her co? Bash, I think you're right. Cooter and Bash. She has a mutation where she's able to, um, like like Corinne said, amplify anyone's dishonest like nature. So I don't know how she could go up against like Superman or anybody like Spider Man or anybody like that who's like actually like a good person because you can't amplify what's not there. And like, so Whoa. what a weird power. I, yeah.
3: I, I do see how you could amplify it, right? Because uh, they both hide their identities. So if you I, if you amplify that, there's probably ways if you're really creative to amplify that.
1: Maybe, oh. I be, but I guess you wouldn't you have to know, I don't know how her power works. Like, I'm not sure if it's like, she would have to know that in order to- Well,
3: Spider-Man to... you would, Superman you might not because you might think he's full-time sure. Superman. But Spider-Man sure. you definitely know there's a mask, so.
1: Right um just so so her name alone I was like
0: disqualified
1: (laughs) 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 crazy and there was somebody oh there's a oh 50 chad what literally it's I think if if I remember reading this correctly he was I don't know what he was, but he's literally fifty percent of it, a, a human man that was re given life, basically a zombie. Um, just ha- it's half his body, like his just his lower legs. fifty percent is fifty ch- percent Chad. It's tidy whities and socks.
2: <laughs> Wait, that's that's <laughs> the drawing, That's the rendering of the villain. Is just
0: legs. It's
1: it's fifty percent Chad. That's his name. And there's a league of annoyance. We could. I don't. We don't even have time to get into the league of annoyance. 54%. But like, fifty percent. Chad isn't that wild that someone was like, yes, villain. Oh, <laughs> I, so approve. What, I approve.
3: what would he be at hundred percent? Like, well,
1: <laughs> I don't, we don't, don't think, think it's. Pop- po- we don't know. His top <laughs> half is gone forever. I think it was eaten by roaches or the, the animals over years, and he is just half of zombie and just legs. Wow. Anyway, it's crazy. Well, well, clearly we're not able to come up with a top five because there's too many things to talk about. Could y'all tell us what you think your top five is? I think it's impossible to come up with a top five of worst villains because they are either not known enough so you don't have very much information about them or they're just so bad that there's, there's kind of like a 40 way tie.
3: I nominate I nominate uh 50% Chad and the, the chicken from Power Rangers with Lucky the scissors.
1: <laughs> oh, and the Amoeba boys from powerpuff Girls. <laughs> Ooh, oh, I hated them. <laughs> Gross. Talk about COVID.
3: Oh, and, and and Condiment King. I mean, how could you leave him out? I
1: mean No, never leave out Condiment King. He's definitely I've... there. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: He's always there. Even if we have a top five, he's there somewhere. I don't care.
3: That's probably more ridiculous than the chicken with the. I don't know. I
0: mean, mean, come on. I
3: mean, come on. As Condiment King, he could literally have a job at the movie theater, like like, (laughs) all the time. I mean, (laughs) mean, to be a villain, I mean, it's crazy.
1: Nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyway thanks for having this conversation with me guys everybody at home let us know your thoughts on our conversation today um let's start with
3: yes everybody omar here uh you can catch me on twitter at copyright and on ig at original underscore gamester have a good one. Hey. Oh, and sorry about that and
2: my name is jason williams you can catch me on ig at blue ranger 83 and twitter also at Blue Ranger 83
0: I'm Corinne Scott, she her pronouns. You can find me on Instagram at I am Corinne Scott, Monar two N's and an E.
1: And as always, I'm your friendly neighborhood host, Zuri. You can find me on IG at Zuri with a fringe on top. And don't forget, should you need heroes, we've got your back. We fear no topic we attack. If conversation is what you lack, You'll find it here with Super Black.
0: Bye-bye.